right back into our, our, our teaching on errors of God. I was going to go a different direction this morning, but it just seems right, seems good. So let's look over at uh, Galatians chapter 3, bearing in mind that we've already looked at Galatians chapter 4, verse 7. An heir, then, is one who receives an inheritance by right of birth. We've already been born again, amen? amen. Born into the richest family in the whole universe. Galatians chapter 3, verse uh, 13 and verse 14, and then we'll look at verse 29. Father, I pray that the eyes of all of our hearts would be enlightened, flooded with light, Lord, today, that we may know what is the hope of our calling, and what are the riches of the glory of this glorious inheritance that we have in you. And Lord, I thank you for revealing to us the mighty, mighty resurrection power that you use when you raise Christ from the dead, and how that you place all things under his feet. Lord, I thank you that we have authority in your name and in your word. We give you glory for it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. amen. So in Galatians chapter 3, going to give you a good dose of the word this morning. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Christ has, again, that's a past tense Bringing to us a present tense reality. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And then in verse 29, notice with me it says this, and if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed, and you are an heir according to the promise. So since you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed. And you are an heir according to the promise. Now I want you to notice this in the verse 29 in the Amplified Version. Of Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3 verse 29 in the Amplified says this. And if you belong to Christ or since you belong to Christ. Are in him who is Abraham's seed. Then you are Abraham's offspring. And spiritual heirs according to the promise. Amen. Say it with me, I'm Abraham's seed, and I am an heir according to the promise. Now let's look at this from the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation of verse 29 says, And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs. And God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. The message translation says this. Since you are Christ's family, thank God we're in the family of God. I love that this uh, book that E.W. Kenyon wrote years ago called The Father and His Family. He is our father and we are part of his family. Hallelujah. Thank God. Now, the message translation of verse 29 says this. 
since you are Christ's family, then you are Abraham's famous descendants. Amen. And you are heirs according to the covenant promises. We've got a covenant with a covenant-keeping God. He says, the covenant that I have given you, I will not break. Or I will not alter. What God the Father is saying to us today, I have never and will never change my mind concerning this covenant I've made with you. I will not alter, I will not change anything that's come out of my mouth concerning your life. I'm so thankful that my father is not a man. He said, I'm not a man that I should lie, nor the son of man that I should repent. He says, have I not said it? Will I not do it? Have I not declared it? And will I not make it good? Thank God he makes his promises good. Hallelujah. And he has the power to back up his word. Jeremiah said it like this. He said, uh, thou hast well seen, for I am active and I am alert. And I am watching over what I have said to you to perform it on your behalf. We not only have the great promiser, but we have the great promise keeper. We not only have the great promise keeper, but we have the great performer. He is performing awesome things in your life. He's performing awesome things in my life. In 2015, we declare that His Word shall come to pass. We have faith in the power of God. We have faith in the great promise keeper. And His Word shall not return unto Him void. Come on, let's just praise Him for a moment. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There has not failed one good promise of all the things that He has spoken to us. Amen? And so let us not be slothful or be lazy. Let us do our part. Somebody says, well, what is my part? Our part is simply to have faith in His Word, faith in His promise, and trust Him with all of our heart. And then to regularly speak the promises of God. Great power is released when you and I speak the promises of God. Amen? So we are heirs of God. Now, Gloria Copeland said this. She said, I became heir to a fortune when I gave my life to Jesus. Amen. You became heir to a fortune when you gave your life to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's good news, isn't it? You know, if we just went home today and shouted about it for 10 or 15 minutes, we could say, man, I'm so glad I came to church today. So then, all that belongs to the Father becomes ours when we're born again. We become heirs of God, children of the King, with the right then to partake 
of our full inheritance. Now, many people, even Christians, of course, non-Christians don't really know this, but even many Christians don't realize that they're heirs of God. They don't realize that they have an inheritance in him as a part of the family of God. And you could look at scriptures in, in uh, Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, where he says that my people, my people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. Isaiah said it like this, that many of my people have gone into captivity or held in bondage or are living on a lower level of life because they have no knowledge. You see, God never designed for you and I to live in the basement. He never designed for me or you to live on this lower level of barely getting along, just barely scraping by, just barely getting by kind of life. That's not the life that Jesus came to give us. He said, I've come that you might have life to the full, in abundance, until it overflows, and that you might have it more abundantly. Thank you, Lord. He didn't raise us up together and give us joint seating with Him and make us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that we could live like a bunch of paupers and a bunch of beggars and a bunch of people living beneath their rights and privileges in Christ Jesus. No, He raised you up that you might reign as a king in life through Jesus Christ. He raised you up so that you might enjoy your full inheritance and be a blessing dispensing good to other people. Come on, let's praise Him. Let's shout about it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He has brought us up out of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. He's brought us up out of sin into the realm of righteousness where we reign in life. He brought us up out of disease and made us whole. Glory to God. And so we could say it this way, we're not living in the basement. You and I are living spiritually in the penthouse. Anybody ever been in a penthouse before? I've never lived in a penthouse, but I've seen some on television. They look pretty good. They look really good. You know, the view is just a whole lot better from the penthouse than it is from the basement. You can see a lot further. Come on, somebody. You can enjoy life a whole lot more up here than you can down here. Glory to God. Somebody said he's made me the head and not the tail. He's made me above and not beneath. Amen. I can see clearly now. (laughs) He's raised me up. I can see clearly now. All fear is gone. I can see further now. Hallelujah. Not living below. Where all the traffic of this life does flow. But living above. With the Father in His glorious love. That's where you live and that's where I live. 
What do you say in 2015? We enjoy it more than we ever have. Amen. Hallelujah. I like to quote Gloria. I love this. I can just, you know, the way she talks. She's got such a wonderful accent, just like Brenda does. I became an heir to a fortune when I gave my life to Jesus. <laughs> Go ahead, try that one on for size. Say it with me. I became an heir to a fortune when I gave my life to Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Well, there's an article in uh, the London uh, Daily Mail newspaper. This was December 30, 2012, just a couple years ago. And here's what the article said. Homeless man who didn't know he was a millionaire is found dead before he could be told about his fortune. Body of an heir to 300 million. Discovered in, discovered frozen under a railway bridge. Wow. If he had only known. If he had only known what belonged to him, he would not have had to die. You know, I think a lot of Christians need to know what belongs to them. Because we don't want to live. We don't want to walk through this life as the living dead. You know, just kind of not really knowing, not what, not having our, 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 our sense of what we have and who we are in Christ. Amen? Amen. Now, let's go over to 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1, and let's look at verses 3 and 4. Let's just keep driving this home this morning for a while. 1 Peter 1, keeping into mind or in our hearts that we are heirs by birth. First Peter chapter one and verse three and four. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. You're so good to me. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. You're so good to me. So good, so good to me. Filled me with the Holy Ghost. You're so good to me. Come on, help me. Filled me with the Holy Ghost. You're so good to me. Okay, good. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. I'm going to read it from the King James Version says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope or living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible. Now, help me along a little bit this morning. What does the word incorruptible mean? Undefiled? Anybody else have a definition they could throw at me? Won't fade away. Incorruptible? What was that? Pure. Incorruptible. Or we could say it this way. Incapable of being destroyed. An incorruptible 
and undefiled is this inheritance. And it never will fade away. Reserved in heaven for you. Now, some people, I just saw this. Some people think that this inheritance is not until we get to heaven because it's reserved in heaven for you. Getting to heaven and something being reserved in heaven are two different things. Amen? Amen? Because we've already been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heaven. Come on, in heavenly places. These blessings don't originate from the earth. They originate from heaven. But you don't have to wait from heaven to access the blessings that belong to you. You here on earth can cash in to the blessings that are in heavenly places right now. It's on reserve for you. Amen? And so we'll drive that point home a little further here a little bit later. So you and I have been born into a royal family that owns and operates the universe. I've been born, you've been born into a family that literally owns and operates the universe. I say to you by the word of the Lord, receive. Receive. Believe and receive. Open up your heart right now like this and say, I believe and I receive my inheritance. Hallelujah. The Amplified says, you've been born anew into an inheritance which is beyond the reach of change. Beyond the reach of change. The NIV says that he has given us new birth into an inheritance. So in Christ Jesus, and that's where you are, by the way. You are in Christ. Christ is in you. He is the hope of glory. I want to encourage you to take this little book by Dad Hagen called In Him. And he's got about 130 scriptures in that little booklet. And write down a few of those verses every day. And it tells us who you are in him and who he is in you and who you are in Christ Jesus. Scriptures like this, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Did you know that you look a whole lot better in Christ than you do out of Christ? (laughs) Hallelujah. So say it with me, in Christ Jesus, I'm an heir to the vast fortune of my loving Heavenly Father simply by being born into a royal family. Glory to God. You know, I'm looking at a congregations of kings today. Now, you ladies are, are queens, but, you know, in Christ there's neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. But I'm looking at a royal priesthood this morning. I'm not looking at poor people. I'm looking at a company of heirs. 
Hallelujah. Believe it. Receive it. See yourself that way. Speak of yourself that way. And the circumstances of life will have to change, and it shall be that way. Amen? Now let's look over at Romans chapter 8. And uh, let's look at this one in the King James Version. Just giving you several scriptures today. Romans the 8th chapter. And uh, we'll look at verses 14 through verse 17. Romans chapter 8 verses 14 through 17. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry cry what? The Spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Now read verse 17 with me if you would. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ... If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Now pay particular attention to that phrase again in verse 17. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and what? Joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Joint heirs. The Greek word for joint heirs simply means this. One who is in union together with an inheritor. One who is in union together with an inheritor. The Amplified Version of verse 17 says this, And if or since we are his children, then we are heirs also, his heirs also, heirs of God, and fellow heirs with Christ Now notice, sharing his inheritance with him. What are we doing? We're sharing his inheritance with him. Why? Because we're joint heirs. We are joint heirs. Therefore, we are sharing his inheritance with him. The New Living Translation says it this way, Together with Christ... We are heirs of God's glory. Did you know that his glory is a part of your inheritance? Somebody said, well, I thought all the glory goes to God. Yes, all the glory does go to God, but he has given us his glory. He has given us his presence. He has given us his spirit. And his spirit, if you look very carefully in the word of God, his spirit is the spirit of glory. Hallelujah. You know, that just encourages me today. I don't have to work something up to have the glory. (laughs) The Spirit of God and the Spirit of glory already is in us. The Spirit of God and the Spirit of glory is upon us. And man, if we'll get stirred up in 2015, we'll see greater manifestations and visitations and demonstrations of His glory than we've ever seen before. Come on, somebody. Let's thank Him for it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, 
Let's go over to uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. Let's look at this from the Amplified Version. Just let the Word of God just wash you today. Just let it minister to your hearts. Ephesians 2, verse 6 and 7, Amplified. He raised us up together with Him and made us sit down where? Made us sit down together. Who are we seated with? Seated with Jesus. He made us sit down together, giving us joint seating with with who? That's not basement, is it? That's penthouse. That's way up there. I mean, when you're sitting with him, you're way up there. I don't know if you've ever been to a ball game where, you know, you had a suite and you could sit there and see everything. That's way up there. By the way, I've never been in a suite, but, but I'm believing God. <laughs> Given us joint seating with him in the heavenly sphere by, by virtue of our being one where? In Christ Jesus. Now notice this in verse 17. Now I'm just going to warn you right now. This is shouting ground. This is shouting ground right here. He did this. That he might clearly demonstrate. Through the ages to come. The immeasurable. The limitless. The surpassing riches of his free grace, his unmerited favor in his kindness and his goodness of heart toward us in Christ Jesus. Woo, glory. Why would he do such a thing? What is man that you are mindful of him? What is man and the son of man that you visited him? Why would he do this? To demonstrate his immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of his free grace. Of his favor. Say it with me. The blessing of Abraham is upon me. And the favor of God goes before me and causes the blessing to be continuously flowing in my life. I'm looking at a blessed bunch. I'm looking at a highly favored bunch. Woo, glory to God. Highly blessed. Highly favored. Amen. I got to read it one more time. He did this that he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come to Raul, to Neil, hallelujah, to Mark, to George, to Terry, to Nancy, to all of us. Clearly demonstrate 
through the ages to come, the immeasurable, the limitless, the surpassing riches of His grace. Say it with me. Your inheritance, it's immeasurable, it is limitless, and it is surpassing. Now, you ready for a little bit more? Let's go over to Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1, and let's look at verses 1, 1 through 2. Hebrews, the first chapter, and notice with me in verses 1 through 2, and I'm going to read it from the King James Version. Hebrews, the first chapter. God, who at sundry times and in different manners or different ways, spoke in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by who? By his Son, who is Jesus who we are joint heirs with, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom he also made the worlds. So we see that he speaks to us through Jesus, and that Jesus has been appointed heir of all things, and of course, by whom he made the worlds. The Amplified says, whom he hath appointed heir and lawful, I love this, Owner of all things. The New Living Translation says, God promised everything to the Son as an inheritance. The Rockefellers couldn't touch that. Is that right? Now, let's keep tracking this through. Look at Romans chapter 8 now, verse 29. And let's pull it up in the New Living Translation. Romans, the 8th chapter, and the 29th verse. New Living Translation. Thank you for doing so well up there today. I really appreciate it. You're quick and bright. Romans 8, 29, New Living says, For God knew His people in advance, and He chose them to be like His Son, so that His Son would be the firstborn... Among what? So Jesus was the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. We could say it this way. He's our elder brother. Hallelujah. Now, in the NIV version, look at Colossians chapter 1 verse 18. Colossians chapter 1 verse 18 in the NIV translation. And he is the head of the what? Are we part of the body of Christ? Who's the head? He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. Hallelujah. Now listen. If Jesus is heir of all things... And we are joint heirs with him. That makes us heir of all things as well. <laughs> Hallelujah. We, listen, this is so powerful. We have inherited everything Jesus inherited. 
I'm going to say this again in my southern accent because this is Gloria who said this. When you were born again, Jesus moved in with everything he has. <laughs> when you were born again, the devil moved out. Jesus moved in. Not with second-hand furniture. <laughs> he moved in with everything that he has. Oh, thank you, Lord. Say it with me. When I got born again, Jesus moved in with everything that he has. Now, let's look over at Colossians chapter 1, and let's notice in verse 12 through 13. Say it with me, I'm an heir heir. of everything. everything. Not when I get to heaven. It's reserved in heaven, but my faith cashes in and received what has been so graciously reserved for me. Amen? Amen? Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. Say it me, I'm an heir of everything. everything. Now. Now. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 through 13. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of what? Of here's your son. Now let's pull verse 12 back up there again if we can. Now I want you to notice the word meat. Everyone say meat. meat. Now the word meat in the Greek means this. To enable, to qualify, to make able, or to equip. So when he says that you have been made meat, this simply means you have been able and equipped to partake of this inheritance right now. He equipped you with a receiver and a believer so that you could receive. Amen? The Amplified of verse 12 says this, Who has qualified us and made us fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints. And so I said all that to say this, that your inheritance belongs to you N-O-W N-O-W don't put off till tomorrow or till another time what he has so graciously made available to you today now is the day of salvation now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we'll exercise now faith in a now inheritance, we will walk in the fullness of the blessing of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know, I'm going to use all my time today. Look over at Acts chapter 20. You listen so good that, man, you could, you could just preach all day. But we're not going to. 
We're going to rejoice in what we got today. Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. Now this is an important point here, I think, because um, these truths that I'm sharing today, faith comes for this by hearing. Continuously hearing. And continuously hearing the word of God, not having heard or not mentally assenting, but opening your heart and receiving. Now notice this in verse 32. He says, and now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Now notice, what is the word of his grace able to do? It's able to build you up. And so when this word goes into your heart and builds you up, it also gives you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. So we could say it this way. It makes your inheritance more clear to you. Amen? Because you can see clearly now. Because you've been raised up together. You're in the penthouse with Him. You've got joint seating with Him. The eyes of your heart are being flooded with light. The Amplified says your rightful inheritance. The ESV says the inheritance. Let me remind you what Galatians 4, 7 says. If you're a child, you're an heir with complete access to your inheritance. Then quickly over to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 1. Ephesians 1 verse 1. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1, verse 11. And I said verse 1, excuse me. Let's look at Ephesians 1, verse 11. Let's read it together. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Let's stop right there. I have obtained an inheritance. One translation says, Because we're united with Christ, we have received an inheritance. And then in closing, drop down to verse 18 in the Amplified version of this. And we started the lesson off by praying this. But notice with me in verse 18 of the Amplified version, Paul is praying that we may know, and I'll just wait till we get there, Ephesians 1, verse 18, by having the eyes of our heart flooded with light so that we cannot know and understand the hope to which he has called us and how rich... His glorious inheritance in the saints, His set apart ones is. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, let's pray. Lord, I know that you want us to realize without, beyond any shadow of doubt, what a rich and glorious inheritance you have given to your people. Let's stand. Let's stand. Thank you, Father. Let's raise our hands and give Him glory. Ha, ha. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. And so, Father, as we face a new year, as we end 2014, we just want to say thank you. (laughs) We want to say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We want to say thank you. We want to say thank you even though we've experienced some difficult times. You have brought us through. Even though we've walked through the valley of the shadow of death in some situations. 
We weren't afraid because we know that you were with us. That you were for us and you brought us through to the other side. Lord, now we look at 2015 with the sense of being heirs of God. And joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to see it more clearly day by day. As we do your word and apply the scriptures and apply the work of the Spirit in our lives. We smile at 2015, knowing full well that you've already prepared the way for us. And so we will walk in your paths, because your paths drip with fatness. Oh, hallelujah. Crown us, Lord, with your goodness this year. In the name of Jesus.